Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Jola Speaks Podcast. The Jola Speaks Podcast is a short 10-ish minute podcast which is intended to grow and equip its listeners in their trust work with God. It is an evolving podcast with a current focus on obtaining clarity as we go through our personal processes with God and we trust him more every day. And I want to say here, I am by no means an expert, but every episode is inspired by the Holy Spirit and he has you in mind when he's preparing it with me. So please let's learn together. Please like, um, subscribe to the various channels so you get notifications when episodes are being released and please spread the word to others. Thank you. So we go into today's podcast and I'm going to be continuing from yesterday. Yesterday we discussed Acts 1 verses 1 to 12, which was focused on telling the disciples that um, the Holy Spirit is coming and um, it's quite key for them to stay in Jerusalem. So we're going to continue from there and we're going to discuss from the Mount of Olives and just before Pentecost. Bear in mind, this happened within 40 days after Jesus ascended into heaven. Reading from Acts 1 verses 12 to 26 and the NIV version and then I will be deviating to tell the full story and I pray the Holy Spirit gives me the utterance to tell the story the way he wants it to be heard by you and prepare especially for you listening in Jesus name amen so I go then the apostles returned to Jerusalem from the hill called the Mount of Olives a Sabbath day's walk from the city so it's quite a distance when they arrived and Canelius asked to say that imagine having to walk everywhere without any cars or buses or trains that's hard work and imagine that jesus and the disciples were walking from town to town to spread the gospel man that's hard if you put it into this tent but let's continue so those present were peter john james andrew philip and thomas bartolomeo and matthew james son of alphaeus and simon the zealot and judas son of james now it's a different judas because judas had killed himself after he betrayed jesus so they all joined together constantly in prayer along with the woman and mary the mother of jesus Hmm. just imagine how mary felt when she saw her son again after he was being crucified let's continue and he, with his brothers that's just his brothers i've not seen where jesus's brothers you know partook in the gospel or when they helped and walked with jesus but here it includes his brothers interestingly enough and i always wondered what exactly was their purpose or what they were doing while you know just was on earth and even how they felt when he was crucified and even what they were going to do after he resurrected and he went to heaven so let's quickly continue in those days peter stood up amongst the believers a group numbering about 120 that's a lot of people and said brothers and sisters the scripture had to be fulfilled in which the holy spirit spoke long ago through david concerning judas and that's judas iscariot who served as guide for those who arrested jesus he was one of our number and shared in our ministry with the payment he received for his wickedness judas bought a field where he fell headlong his body burst open and all his intestines spilled out wow everyone in jerusalem heard about this so they called the field in their language al keldama which is the field of blood kairos digress here with 30 pieces of silver judas betrayed his ministry on earth for a gain of just a field that's very tough to think about yes he betrayed his master but by doing so, he also betrayed himself. 
that's really tough to really swallow. And in the end, the field that he betrayed himself for, he died in a field. And from what the Bible is saying, no one wanted to use the field. So he betrayed himself for nothing. So he betrayed Jesus for nothing and himself and his destiny, his ministry, his calling for this. But then God still used this for his glory. Let's continue. And just also think that Jesus knew he would betray him when he called as a disciple. That's tough, man. Let's continue. For said Peter, it is written in the book of Psalms, may his place be deserted. Let there be no one to dwell in it. And here the scripture came to pass, no one wanted the field that he died on. And may another take his place of leadership. Let's just stop there. And this particular scripture was taken from Psalm 109 verses 8 to 9. And let me quickly read it from the NIV version. It says, May his days be few. In fact, no, let's start from verse 7. When he is tried, let him be found guilty. And may his prayers condemn him. May his days be few. May another take his place of leadership. That was Judas Iscariot that it's referring to. It's quite deep, right? This was prophesied donkey years ago and came to pass after Jesus was crucified. And I also just want to even say here that it's tough to know that and to see that someone else took his place. You know, life must go on. The ministry must go on. And so, yes, even if the apostles were feeling super about him, well, things has to be done and someone has to take his place. <laughs> Interesting. So let's continue from verse 21. Therefore, it is necessary to choose one of the men who had been with us the whole time the Lord Jesus was living amongst us, beginning from John's baptism to the time when Jesus was taken up from us. Here is clear diligence for you to stay that long. Literally, this is the whole extent of Jesus' ministry. From when he got baptized to when he went crucified, that is the whole length of his ministry. And people were there. They were not apostles. They were just there, disciples following Jesus. Now let's continue. For one of these must become a witness with us of his resur resurrection. So they nominated two men, Joseph called Bastabas, also known as Justus, and Matthias. Then they prayed, Lord, you know everyone's heart. Show us which of these two you have chosen to take over this apostolic ministry, which was the one for, for Judas, which Judas left to go where he belongs. Then they cast lots, and the lot fell on Matthias, so he was added to the 11 apostles. Wow. I find this method they used interesting and a food for thought. First, they clearly saw the need glaringly for this apostolic ministry and that they needed a replacement to continue this ministry on earth. Then they chose two men out of the many people that did follow Jesus diligently, living with them, which means moving from town to town with them. So, so those that were working with them diligently. And out of those that were diligent, they took to prayer, which was Matthias and Barsabbas. And then they left it for the Holy Spirit through a dice. And at that point in time, that was a very common method to living things for the Holy Spirit to choose. And this perfection is so important. The first point I want to raise here is diligence and perseverance the only reason why these men were even chosen or able to be chosen was because they were doing their work they were diligent they did not fall off they did not stop halfway they did not stop when it was close to the end they continued they persevered they were focused in their ways and they're following them from town to town without even an apostolic position just going you know how just got it to us this was different that's a lot i must say then the opportunity arose suddenly and may I say here, if you have been working diligently, wondering if anyone actually sees you, it may seem like there is no change and you have been on for so long at one spot, like these guys may have felt. Just imagine how these guys felt. They were with Jesus from his start of ministry till when he, he died. That's a long time. And they were not part of the 12. But 
but they kept going they kept pushing and also they were never lobbying for the position they were just there thinking well let's see what happens because a lot of times when we're in such position of we're tired of waiting we start to lobby and find a ways to kind of get out of it but these guys were patiently waiting no matter what was discussed and their names were given up given their diligence so the opportunity came and the only reason why they were called was called their diligence honestly i know how it feels to be diligent in something for years and not see a change or acceleration i know how it feels and never know what will happen but you see god creates opportunities and opens the eyes of men to see and he has done it so many times in the bible if i look at joseph so trust in him and use me as your example trust in him your opportunities are coming just keep being diligent don't be discouraged but be encouraged knowing that god is with you watching you a spot will open a position will come up something will happen change you know and understanding would come forth a realization would come forth that you need that shift that change that acceleration so keep going keep going please don't stop next point i want to say is that they left their decision for the holy spirit many of us will try to think okay let's use our logical mind to think of who is best but the holy spirit is the one that knows every man's heart it is so important for what to able to always remember the holy spirit sees fully while we see in part this is similar to what happened with Zechariah. You know, he was chosen by, and this is the, the father of um, John the Baptist. He was chosen by a lot to blow incense, you know, in the temple. This is a guy that was diligent for years and did not have a child. And lo and behold, he goes in, an angel meets him there. His wife gets pregnant and boom, they give it to John the Baptist, the predecessor for Jesus. Wow. Please don't give up. Diligence pays off. Please don't give up. God has you. Thank you for listening today. And before I try to go, if you are in any way where you are feeling tired, you are done, you are tired, you can't be bothered, you are done. I pray for further strength you need to finish this journey, to get to the line where God needs you to get to, to open up those opportunities. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray that these opportunities will not pass you by. You would experience them and you would last and live for joy. That you know that indeed God has you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you and I love you. Bye.